Welcome to Messy Closet, the spiritual journey of Generation X. I'm Roseanne Carlo, and here we explore the 70s, 80s, and 90s, and the lessons my friends and I may or may not have learned. Thanks for tuning in, and welcome back to another episode coming to you right from the Podbean app and my AirPods on my Android phone. Thank you guys so much for tuning in, and today's show... I am talking about something that took place 37 years ago when I was in school in 1986 on January 28th, and that is the NASA Space Shuttle Challenger explosion. This happened just 73 seconds after liftoff, and it was just a devastating end to the spacecraft's 10th mission. All seven astronauts were on board, and they were all killed, including a teacher named Krista McAuliffe, and she was from New Hampshire. She was supposed to be the first teacher in space and the first civilian in space. The other astronauts on board were Ellison Onizuka, Ronald McNair, Judith Resnick, Dick Scobie, Gregory Jarvis, Michael J. Smith. So the morning of January 28th, it was chilly. There were cooler temperatures the morning of the launch, and there were these O-rings, rubber O-rings, which were designed to seal parts of the rocket booster. So because of these cold temperatures, those failed during the launch. And we watched the shuttle fly into the air and people were on the ground. Their astronauts' families were watching. And suddenly, within an instant, everyone's lives changed. I'll never forget watching them train for this mission. Watching everyone smile, watching them in NASA's room, getting ready to take off and watching them walk out onto the runway and get into the space shuttle. Now, nobody talks about this part a lot. They just talk about there was a teacher in space, just an average, ordinary, everyday citizen. But they don't tell you that there was actually a nationwide search for a teacher in space. And I have a very, very interesting connection to this contest. So back in 1985, there was a contest, Teacher in Space. And there was like, people were writing in letters. They were writing in to promote their teacher and tell you why their teacher was the best and that their teacher should get to go to space. So everyone, classes from all over the country were doing this. Now I have to tell you, we were all incredibly excited about the prospect of a teacher going into space. We thought, well, if a teacher could do it, we could do it too. Now, in 
Mount Vernon, New York, where I grew up, my school, which was Columbus Elementary School, sorry to everyone that that offends, but that's the name of it. Well, we had a program called the Humanities Program. So Humanities is the study of everything ancient and how it equates to today. Now, mind you, this is in the 80s when I was a kid. So these were not college age kids studying humanities, but in third grade, when I was in that grade in 1985, we had, well, for all the grades, we had teachers come in a couple of times a week just to teach us humanities art. What is humanities art, you ask? Well, in third grade, when I met the teacher that we in my class wrote a letter to NASA to nominate her for the teacher in space. She was our twice a week half day art teacher. And you know what the funny thing is right now? I cannot remember her name, but I clearly can remember what she looks like. And she was like a champion roller skater. She could do all the turns and walks and cannonballs just as good as the kids. So she was really cool. And this humanities program at the time when we met her, we were learning about ancient Egypt. So she used to come in and teach us, you know, to paint hieroglyphics or we would make scarabs with hieroglyphics in it to learn. And we would paint our version of, you know, Egyptian scenes in tombs on walls. Like this was seriously part of my education. It was amazing. So we learned what they knew in the eighties of ancient Egypt and the pyramids, but to help immerse us deeper into what we were learning, they used art and it was absolutely fantastic. Now, I don't know about the other schools in Mount Vernon, but what I do know is that there was only one humanities class in the entire school that went from second grade to sixth grade, and that was my class. They did not have a humanities before us, and they did not have a humanities after us. They kind of like took our class for those few years and taught us different cultures and ancient facts and and art. Again, I think it was the most amazing way to learn, and everything after that bored the hell out of me. So let's get to the teacher in space. So we write a letter, and we're all promoting our art teacher, and we're saying she should get in, whatever, whatever, and she made it to the finals. So we received a letter from NASA saying that this, she was one of like the 10 finalists or something. And I know she got pretty high up there, maybe one of like the top five. And then we got a letter from NASA saying that she was not chosen, although they thought she was amazing. And we were really disappointed. So we were the kind of kids, our class, we would cheer when our favorite art teachers came in. We would cheer for the custodians that we loved. We were always clapping and, you know, just making everybody and ourselves as happy as possible. So we were really sad. And 
we just thought, oh, you know, we failed her. Now, the day of January 28th, it was a Tuesday. And oddly, I remember I did not go to school that day. I was sick or something. So I was watching it at home with my family and, you know, we're watching everybody waving and it's this huge deal. You know, it's this big, like national pride, amazing thing. We're putting a teacher in space and she's going with these astronauts and she trained like an astronaut and it's a woman in the eighties, which was like a huge deal. And we're watching them wave and they get in the capsule. And then we see it. And I will never forget that flash and that smoke that went in three different directions and silence and nothing. And all I remember thinking was that could have been my teacher. And I felt just awful all around because Everyone, seven people had lost their lives, but it was very surreal to me, even as a kid, a nine and 10 year old watching this and seeing that something we wanted so much for someone, something that we wanted to be connected to could turn out to be something so disastrous and you know, almost feel like, like a mistake, if that makes sense. Like I had, I don't know if anyone else did, it could just be my personality, but I had like this bit of guilt where I felt really terrible that I wanted to send my teacher into space when it might not be safe. Now, obviously there had been extenuating circumstances. And since then there have been, you know, manned missions and Elon Musk went to space, Jeff Bezos went to space. This was all safety and done safely. But I just couldn't believe with all of that preparation, with all of the publicity, with not just the entire country watching, but the whole world watching for that incident, for that disaster to have happened with the first teacher in space. This for us was maybe the equivalent of our parents when Robert, uh, not Robert Kennedy. Yes, Robert Kennedy was shot, but JFK was shot and Robert Kennedy. So there was like kind of that panic of what could have went wrong. Is it going to happen again? And, you know, learning that it was an accident. I don't know. I think all of us had a little bit of PTSD from it because I was watching it at home, but My friends were all watching it at school. And then, of course, everyone was calling each other later that day going, did you see what happened? Did you see what happened? And my friends and I, I mean, I do remember we were a little upset. We were freaking out a little bit thinking, you know, we could have possibly been 
responsible for something happening to our teacher. And I wonder if any of the kids who nominated Krista McAuliffe feel like that way, like a weird sense of guilt, like what, what was going on? What were we thinking? But we were thinking that back in the eighties, everything was great. And we didn't have so many problems, even though we had like the cold war, we felt like things were basically under control. All we needed was, you know, a nice afternoon at the mall and all of our problems were fixed. But that was something that was greater than all of us. And I think the shock of having to watch it live when it happened was more than, you know, some nine and 10 year olds and even younger kids can take because obviously no one knew that was going to happen. So when they rolled in the TVs, you know, we thought, Hey, yeah, we're going to see something amazing. And we saw a disaster. And I do remember because they wanted us to know about Krista McAuliffe because we had nominated our own teacher. They wanted to pay their respects to her. They rolled in the TV and popped it in the tape in the tape. And, you know, we watched it again. And there's just this chill that goes like right down the center of my core when I do think about it because we got really close to being a part of this and you know, it's just, the whole thing is so sad, but there was truly like a search throughout America who will be the first teacher in space. And I think that they had planned maybe to do more and try it again, but it never happened. Um, It's just a shame that in January in Florida, the weather got cold enough that morning to, you know, shrink those O-rings. And I remember weeks later, because we were all obsessed and watching it in the news, I remember hearing about the failure of the O-ring. And I said, well, what's an O-ring? And someone in my family had said, it's like, you know, a rubber ring that if you were putting like a jar lid, one of those clasp jar lids, it would hold everything in place and seal it fresh. And I went, oh. And I thought, wow. Because yeah, if water can leak out of a jar and that's that can cause a mess, rocket fuel can leak out of an O-ring and when the heat hits it, it causes an explosion. I mean, there was 73 seconds where everything was fine. And then, like I said, a disaster. I remember that time being a bit emotional for me. I remember feeling really sad and really guilty. And I just wished that it had gone a different way. It had gone better. And those seven astronauts were still alive and had come back and done something historic. But they ended up in history in a completely different way. And that is my memories of 37 years ago, January 28th, 1986, 
God rest the crew of the Challenger Space Shuttle. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Messy Closet. And as usual, keep art and keep love alive.